Hey there, passionate entrepreneur, and congrats because you are taking the very best step you can today to grow your business by choosing to listen to Business Fabulous. In less than 30 minutes, you will get exactly what you need to grow that business of yours. Easy, actionable tips and strategies to quickly boost your online visibility, increase your social media following, and strategically focus your marketing without the overwhelm. This is episode 56, Social Media Strategies That Work to Increase Listens, Likes, Views, and Shares. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs get visible online and grow their businesses from right now to fabulous with your host, Bonnie L. Frank. This former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur has produced over 2,000 live broadcasts and has coached business owners worldwide. Each week, Bonnie shares actionable, effective, and proven social media and marketing strategies that help you get seen, get heard, and get paid online to propel your business forward. Now, on to the show. So today, we're going to talk about sometimes what you're doing on social media. It's not enough. It's just not enough. It's not working. It's not enough. Your efforts, doesn't matter that you're trying, unfortunately, doesn't matter that you're trying because it's not enough. It's not working. And so we're going to talk about strategies for right now and what is working, and what isn't working, why, what people are doing that are good ideas, what people are doing that are not good ideas, and so forth. Feel free to share this out to anybody that you would like to. If if you have friends, neighbors, people in your audience who could use a little bit of social media help, go ahead and share this away to them. People ask me this a lot. Number one question I get asked is, where should I be on social media? Where should I be? Or if you've got a podcast, where should I be promoting my podcast? Or which platform should I be on for my podcast? Or, you know, whatever it is, people will ask me about where. And my answer continues to be the same. My answer is you need to be where your people are. That's where you need to be. Now, it doesn't mean that you cannot ever experiment with new locations. You certainly can. You absolutely can. But the biggest thing that you have to know is the demographics of your audience. In other words, who are your people? Where are they coming from? What are they interested in? How old are they? You need to know where your people are. If your people are in their 30s and their 40s and their 50s, And that's your audience. That's the audience that watches you. That's the audience that consumes your content. That's the audience that buys from you. If you don't know who your people are or where they're hanging out, that's your number one issue. That is your number one issue. You've got to know who your people are and where they're hanging out. So if your people are all over Periscope, then you should be all over Periscope and Twitter. And maybe you should not be spending your time on LinkedIn. But if you know that the demographics of your people are such that it matches the people on LinkedIn, then you better be putting efforts towards LinkedIn. It only makes sense. 
So the number one thing is you have to know the demographics of your audience. Now, how do you know that? Well, you can know that in a variety of ways. Number one, simply Google demographics, social media platforms, 2020. Please put in the year because you want the latest research. That's what you want. You want the latest information that you can find. If you think your demographic is such that a YouTube channel would really help, then you should check it out before you start spending all of your time and energy in your YouTube videos. You should know if the demographic for your audience is such that YouTube would be a good idea. So that's number one. Find out the demographics of your audience. That's one way. Another way you can do it is through Google Analytics. If you have a business, you should have a website. I don't want you just doing business on your Facebook business page or on your Facebook profile. Your profile is for your personal. Your business page is not for your personal. And anybody who has a business should have a website. It adds legitimacy. It adds street cred. And you should have a website because you should have ways to be able to communicate with your audience outside of social media. If the only way that you can reach your audience is on social media, what happens if that platform disappears? You don't know. You don't know. Things, you know, they can disappear. Vine was super popular. And guess what? Some people don't even know that Vine existed anymore. It is gone, people. Vine's gone. If the only way that you can reach your audience is through social media, that is not a smart plan. That's not a good business move. You should be able to reach your audience off of the social media platforms. So you need to have a website. You need to have an email system, some sort of CRM, customer relationship management system, something to capture the emails of your audience and be able to communicate with them in a variety of ways. So for example, I sent an email out to my audience telling them that I was going live and what I was going to be talking about. And I also promoted it in a couple places on social media. And then I will be posting this in a variety of places on social media, and I might make a podcast episode from it as well. If all I did was rely on social media, well, what if those people are no longer on the platform? What if the platform disappears? And don't forget that only the most active people are going to be seeing more of your posts. Only the most active people. Let's say that you have 5,000 followers on some platform. Let's say you've got 5,000 followers on Twitter. Well, all 5,000 people are never going to see every single tweet you put out. Let's say you've got 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. All 5,000 are not going to see every single video you put out. It's absolutely impossible. So you have to have a way to reach them beyond the social media platform, off of and away from and outside of the social media platform. Social media is awesome. I love social media. I teach social media. I built my business on social media, but you've got to be able to reach them off of those platforms. So number one, I said, you need to know your audience. And number two, I reminded you that you need to be able to reach your audience off of social media. Now, going back to the demographics of your audience, whether it's on or off of social media. So your Google Analytics, that's where I started to talk about your website. Your Google Analytics is going to show the demographics of everybody who comes to your website. 
So it's going to show, are they male? Are they female? How old are they? Where are they coming from? Because they've got to come from somewhere to your website, right? They're not born on your website. So they're going to come from somewhere to your website. Do they come from Facebook to your website? Do they come from Pinterest to your website? Do they go directly uh, from an ad that you've placed? Do they go directly to your homepage or do they go to your about page or do they go to some sales page that you've got? So it's really important to know that information and you're not going to get that information as easily and for free without Google Analytics. So make sure that Google Analytics is set up on your website. Why do you need that if you've already looked at your social media analytics? You've already looked at your Facebook insights, at your Twitter insights. You've, you've already looked at your you know, YouTube information. So you know who your demographic is. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's your demographic on YouTube. That's not your demographic everywhere. I have a very different audience on each of my three Instagram accounts. I have a different audience on Instagram, same platform, but a different audience on all three of my Instagram accounts. Same platform, three different audiences. It is very likely that you're going to have a different audience on some social media platforms than you will have who are coming to your website. So it's really important for you to understand that information, for you to understand who your people are and the demographics, because you've got to be able to give them what they want. I know you want to give them what you want to give them. I totally get that. But you've got to give them what they want or they're going to stop following you. Or they'll never open up your emails. Or they might subscribe to your YouTube channel, but they're never really even watching. You could have a thousand subscribers on YouTube, but how many people are actually watching the videos? Are you looking at that information? And then if they're only watching to a certain point, why is it that they drop off at that particular point? It's really, really important to look at those insights, look at those metrics, look at the numbers, absolutely crucial. So number one, know your people. And I gave you a variety of ways to find out the demographics. Uh, I gave you several different ways to find out who your people are, where they're coming from. And remember, you've got to give them what they want. Another reason that your social media efforts aren't enough or they're just not enough right now, and it can be exhausting, man. Social media can be exhausting. It can be exasperating. It can be depressing. It can be sad. It can be like you're ready to pull your hair out because what in the world? You just tried this thing two weeks ago and it was fabulous. And now you tried that exact same strategy and nothing, crickets, nothing. What is going on? So social media can be awful and it can be wonderful all in the same day. So that's why I'm talking about what I'm talking about today. So right now, your feed is probably flooded with a lot of information about COVID, about Black Lives Matter, about protests, about politics. It's an election year. Those are four things I just named that are not ordinarily in your social media feed. If you don't want to know about any of those things, you're going to have to actively go about getting those things out of your feed. Now, keep in mind, you are 100% in control of what goes in your feed. You really are, including ads. 
Because if ads are coming in your feed and it's not relevant to your content, then you need to click the three dots and say, not relevant, hide the ad. I don't want to see this anymore. Or if you don't mind seeing a particular ad, like it is relevant to the content, but oh my goodness, stop showing it to me every 32 seconds. Then you need to click the three dots and you need to say, I see this too much. Let the platform, not just the algorithm, let the platform know, hello, knock, knock, knock. I'm seeing this ad too much. Why are you showing this to me so many times? Let the platform know, click on the three dots, let them know, hide the ad. You're seeing it too much. It's not relevant. So you are absolutely capable and absolutely, I feel responsible for seeing whatever you want to see in your feed. So how do you do that? Okay, I've already told you with the ads. Now you can do that with individual posts as well. If somebody, you know, you like this person or you want to keep following them, but they are just going off, mute them. You don't have to block. You could still follow them. You don't have to block them, but you can mute them and you can mute them in Facebook Messenger too. And you can decide how, you know, I mean, how long you mute them for. So you can decide like, what is the duration? What's the period of time you're going to mute them for? So, and then of course, things that you want to see more, you want to engage with those things. Don't just fly by them. Don't just scroll, scroll or swipe, swipe. Don't just do that. You need to engage. So you need to like, you need to love. If you want to see my broadcast, you should click that you want to be notified when I go live. You should like this broadcast or love this broadcast or share this broadcast or comment on the broadcast. And that way you are more likely to see more of my stuff. When I go live on Facebook, when I go live, you have the option to click here to get notified every time Bonnie goes goes live. And then you'll get a little bell, you know, a little notification on Facebook. And I felt that was important information to share about how do you can you set up your feed so that you actually see what you want to see and what is it that your audience is doing to either see or not see your content. If people are not engaging with your content, it is very likely they're not going to continue seeing the content, even if they're following you. So here's another strategy. It's not enough just to be on the platform. You've got to be providing information that is quote unquote share worthy. So when you create content, I want you to think in your mind, is this something that I would share? Is this something that I feel is worthy of people sharing. I think that my audience might share this. Doesn't mean they're going to share every single thing because most people don't act on anything. Most people don't actually go through the act of sharing. But are you providing content that is good enough, that is strong enough, that is interesting enough, that is compelling enough, that provides the value for your audience enough that it could be shared? And if that answer is yes, then you're providing quality content for your audience. But giving your audience what you want to give them, but it's not what they want, well, then they're definitely not going to share it. And they're not going to be liking, loving, commenting. They're not going to be doing anything. They're not going to be saving. They're not going to be archiving. There's going to be zero engagement. You don't want zero engagement. You want the most amount of engagement possible. So when you comment on a live stream, that's a double whammy. It helps you and it helps the live streamer. So it helps the broadcaster because the platform is saying, oh, people are engaging in this content. So now I'm going to let more people see my content because people are engaging. So that helps the broadcaster. So 
please feel free to like, comment, share, save, archive, all those things. The second thing that it does is it is like a knock at the door of the platform's algorithm saying, hello, I want to see more of the stuff. I want to see more of this stuff, more of this broadcaster's information that will help you to see more of that information. If you are not liking, if you're not commenting, if you're not sharing, if you're not saving, if you're not archiving, if you are not doing what you can do to help out whoever's sharing the information, it's also very likely that you're going to be seeing less of it. Because what you're doing is you're telling the platform, I don't really want to see this. So you're not going to be saying it. So you need to be doing all of those things too. It's not enough to simply read or watch or listen. It's not enough. If you want to continue seeing that person's content, if you want to continue hearing their podcast, you need to subscribe to the podcast so that it will come to your phone. And it's a lot easier to make sure that you get those episodes because they'll immediately be downloaded to your phone. But if you don't subscribe to that podcast or you don't subscribe to that YouTube channel, then you're going to have to actively remember the day that they release new episodes and then go to the channel to get that new episode. But if you subscribe, if you're doing your job and you subscribe, you also need to remind your people to subscribe. Then it is much more likely that you're actually going to be consuming that content. So here's another strategy. Are you telling your audience, are you reminding them to subscribe to your blog? Are you reminding them how they can listen to podcasts? Are you reminding them what your podcast is? My podcast is Business Fabulous. It's a bright pink square. If you go anywhere that you look for podcasts and in the search you put Business Fabulous, up will pop a bright pink square. That is my podcast. Then you can click subscribe and every single Monday, a new episode will drop straight to your phone. That's how you can subscribe. But a lot of people don't remember to subscribe. They're just not thinking about it. So it's your job as a content producer to remember what it's like to be a content consumer. You've got to remind them to subscribe. You've got to remind them how they can make sure that they catch every live stream, how they can listen to the podcast or where they can get your blog post or whatever it is. Are you as a consumer making sure that you can see everybody's content? And are you as a content creator reminding your audience, hey, guess what? You need to remember to subscribe. Are you doing that? Are you emailing your audience and letting them know what you've got going on? Never assume that they understand or know the latest thing that you're working on. Don't assume that. Here's a link, bit.ly forward slash social media cafe. I'm relaunching the social media cafe in a couple of weeks. And if you want to get on the wait list, if you want to be front and center to have access to about 300, more than 300 different products that will help you with social media, with marketing, with live streaming, with podcasting, with online visibility, without ad spend, if you want to get on that list, then click on bit.ly forward slash social media cafe and get yourself on the wait list. You want to have access to that as soon as possible. So that's another way 
that you can make sure you have the best practices, you have the best, newest, most cutting edge strategies, everything that works and that works for free on social media. You can always spend money on ads. You can always do that. But if you cannot attract people organically, then throwing money at it's not going to help. So you've got to be able to compel people to like, comment, share, save, archive, click the join me here button, click the buy now button, click the get on the wait list button, whatever it is. You've got to be able to compel them organically before any ad spend will work. People have asked, what about TikTok? Now, I have an account on TikTok. I have my name, so I have an account on TikTok. I've never done anything on TikTok. And really, the only content that I ever consume on TikTok is actually stuff that comes through my Instagram or my Facebook feeds. That's how I consume TikTok content. I don't spend a lot of time on TikTok because the vast majority of my audience is not on TikTok. So I'm not going to be spending my time there. More of my audience is on Facebook than any other platform right now, which is why I spend more time on Facebook than any other platform. I'm not telling you to not use TikTok, but I am telling you that you need to know your people well enough to know where they are and where you should be spending the majority of your time. So if let's say 80% of your audience is not on TikTok, then I don't know why you would be spending 80% of your time on TikTok. You need to really think about who your people are and where they're spending their time, where they're hanging out. And you can hang out anywhere you want to on social media, but if you're spending a ton of time on a platform that's not really where your people are and you're hoping that it's going to make you money, I think it makes more sense to be spending more time on platforms that you know your audience is on. I love Snapchat, but I haven't been on Snapchat for, oh gosh, probably two years because although I loved it, there wasn't enough of my audience on there to really make it worth my time. I am on social media, not just for pleasure. I'm on there for business. I started for pleasure about 12 or 13 years ago to reconnect with my former students. I used to be a teacher. Then I was an influencer for brands and I did that for a couple of years. And then I built my own consulting business. So I started off for pleasure. Now I'm on for business and pleasure. I have to be cognizant of how I'm spending my time and where I'm spending it on social media and creating other content and coaching my clients and all of these things. I can't be spending all day, every day on social media. So you've got to be smart about it. You've got to be really smart about it. And the social media cafe will help with that as well. The easiest thing for you to do in terms of getting the biggest bang for your buck on your social media efforts is to know what it is that you're doing. A lot of people are producing content all day long, every day on social media, and they don't even think about what they're producing. They don't think about what it is. They don't think about where they're producing it. They don't really think about their audience and they don't look at the analytics to see what post was more popular, which post worked better for them. In other words, which one or which ones got a bigger ROI, which story got not just more viewers because you can bring more people in from a hashtag, but are people engaging with your content? That's really what you want. 
Yes, you want viewers. Yes, you want viewers on videos. Yes, you want viewers on live streams. Yes, you want viewers on your Facebook stories, on your Instagram stories, on your Snap stories. You know, yes, of course, you do want viewers, but you want engaged viewers. That's what you're really after the engagement. So, are you doing things that will compel them to engage? First of all, you've got to provide information that is shareworthy, provide information that they are interested in, that they want. And you also have to invite the engagement. So sometimes that might look like a poll on your Facebook story or your Instagram story, or you might be asking a question and you want them to respond to it in an email that you send. Or on your podcast, you can say, hey, you know, you can provide feedback at listener at bonnielfrank.com. So that's how you can provide feedback on my podcast, on the Business Fabulous podcast. But you can also go to my podcast page. You can go to bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast. And there's a little place where you can leave me an audio message, 90 seconds. And you can actually say a lot of information in 90 seconds. So you could tell me if there's a certain topic that you want me to cover on the podcast. And you can also give me feedback about any episode that you've ever listened to. So you can do that straight from the podcast page, or you could email me, listener at bonnielfrank.com. Or of course, you could message me on any of the social media platforms that I'm on. But even though all of those things are available, it's important for you to invite the engagement from your audience. You've got to remind them and you've got to invite that engagement. Remember, don't assume they're seeing everything. You don't know what part of that Insta story they saw. You don't know which one of those emails they opened. You don't know which video they watched on YouTube. You don't remember what pin they might have repinned. You're not going to remember which one. So you need to continue to remind them about all the ways that they can reach out to you, that they can communicate with you, and you need to consistently invite that engagement. It's so important. Your feed right now does not look like it typically looks. Remember, I went over the four things that are probably in your feed right now that are not typically in your feed. They might not have been in your feed six months ago. They might not have been in your feed four months ago, but now they're all over your feed. What are you doing to make sure you're seeing what you want to see? Like comment, share, save, archive, ask a question, you know, love, click the love button, some emoji. How are you engaging with that content to make sure that you're going to see more of it as a consumer? And as a content creator, as a producer, what are you doing to make sure that your audience is doing all of those things? What are you doing to make sure that your audience will actually see your videos, that your audience will hear your podcast episodes, that your audience will be able to engage with you on SpeakPipe on your podcast or in your poll on your Insta story? Are you telling them how to do all that? Are you reminding them that the story is there? And also remember, the second you post that story is not when they're going to see the story. They've got 24 hours to see that one little clip. And maybe they will during that 24 hours, or maybe they won't. But don't think that just because you posted a story an hour ago, everybody in your audience has now seen that story. And now they know that you're doing whatever it is you said you were doing. 
Oh my goodness, no. Most of your audience will not see that immediately at all. And some of your audience won't ever see it. So you need to provide lots of opportunities for them to communicate with you, lots of opportunities for them to engage with you further, and lots of opportunities for them to get on your list so that you can communicate with them that way off of the platform. So now we've gone full circle. It's not about trying harder. It's not about spending more time on social media. It's about doing it smart. Always about working smarter, not harder. So I hope these strategies have helped you. Feel free to reach out to me at listener at bonnielfrank.com. You can go to my podcast page on my website, bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast. You can leave me an audio message on my speak pipe. Click the little orange button that you'll see there and tell me anything that you want to. Give me whatever feedback you want to that you want me to hear about whatever episode that you've listened to. And you can also provide me feedback on, you know, I'd really like you to cover this topic or I know you've already talked about this, but I want you to talk about this again because whatever. So you can reach out to me that way through my podcast and you can always reach out to me on social media at any time. It's not about being on more social media platforms. It's not about spending more time on social media. It's about strategically, wisely, thoughtfully, intentionally spending whatever time you're spending there. It's not about more. It's never about more. You can do more with less. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Business Fabulous. And if you like the information that you heard, and I sure hope that you did, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you get every new episode every Monday delivered straight to your phone. I hope that you'll also join me over in the Facebook group, the Business Fabulous Facebook group, and that is open to all fabulous female entrepreneurs. You can head over there and join bit.ly forward slash bizfab group, bit.ly forward slash B-I-Z-F-A-B group. I hope you have an awesome day filled with loads of smiles and so many opportunities. Until next time, and as always, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to nurture that spark inside of you to become business fabulous. I love you guys. I'll see you soon.